Is that good? I genuinely can't tell if that's good. Fucking hell. <laughs> no, good day. How are ya? It's Aiden Jones here. You, you, my friend, are listening to Sitting Under a Tree for Tuesday, the 10th of May, 2022. Do you like that start? The fucking hell? I liked it. It's not how I feel. I'm. Fe- you know what? Like the last few months, man, it's been so... I just, I've, I've, I feel like I've never been in a bigger rut and I feel like I'm coming out of it, but I'm not quite still, you know, like I feel like I'm still kind of frustrated, but I can see I got some plans and that feels good. How are y'all doing? Do you, you have some plans? Are you figuring out a fucking, a, a way forward? It's important, isn't it? It's important to know where you're fucking going. I've always found that important. Otherwise, I'm just like, man, I actually had a really nice chat with my mum yesterday, the day after Mother's Day. (laughs) Man, we're just not, like, we're close, but we're not close, you know? Um, We have a weird relationship, which is a really cop-out way of describing something without actually describing it. It's weird. I hate when people do that. You know who does that? Joe Rogan. And don't you think it's just weird? It's like, what do you, what do you mean weird? That's such a broad term. Can you fucking actually describe something for once in your fucking life, Joe? God. <laughs> it's, uh, but, but yeah, nevertheless, me and my mum, we have a weird relationship. What's our relationship? Well, our relationship is that when we talk... It, it feels like an effort to open up. It feels like it's, you know, like to open up, it feels like I have to make a decision. It doesn't come naturally. But when we kind of make the effort to connect, it feels really good. Um, and what that means or what that looks like for our relationship is that we just don't talk that often, but when we do talk, it's very rewarding and, you know, my mum makes me laugh and she laughs at the things that I say and, uh, and it feels good. And yesterday we, uh, had a conversation and we didn't talk on, (laughs) we didn't talk on Mother's Day. Um, I... (laughs) (coughs) <coughs> like I messaged her and the more I look, me and my brother got her a gift, all right, before you fucking, I said it on stage, did I, when did I say it, was it on stage or, yeah, I said it on stage on Sunday night, I was like, I haven't spoken to my mum today and everyone went, ooh, <laughs> it's like, can you fucking relax, all right, I haven't spoken to my mum, I don't hate my mum, we just... We just didn't, we just happened to not speak. Can you just fucking chill out? <laughs> Call your mum. It's like, yeah, she is across it. We're fine. You don't need to worry. I resented that they went, ooh. Um, maybe that'd be a good place to start a bit. You know what I was listening to? I will get to a fucking point soon. I was listening to um, Louis CK and Shane Gillis. Uh, do the history of US presidents on a podcast. It took like six hours. It was fucking awesome. I loved it. Um, and uh, just towards the end, Louis kind of gave his appraisal of 
Shane Gillis's comedy and he said he can see, like he's kind of talking about his dad who's a Fox News dad. He has that bit about my dad's a Fox News dad and that's a good dad. And he was like, Louis, like, I can see how that would have worked for you because you were going on stage in New York saying that your dad's a Fox News dad. And all those audiences in New York would have been like, boo, Fox News, boo. And then you just would have had to swallow that. And they're, they're booing your dad. And you just would have had to swallow that and then go on and do all these jokes about your dad that are really funny. And one night they went boo. And you went, you know what? Fuck you. All your dads are Fox News dads too. And by the way, that's a good dad to have. You want your dad to be a Fox News dad. And that's where the angle for the bit came out. And then he was saying how like he can see that Shane is like making fun of his dad and making fun of that conservative, you know, here's all the problems with a conservative guy from a conservative state that's like full of Republicans. But the only reason he can make fun of him is because he loves him. He doesn't have contempt for him. He's not bitter. He's not looking down on the guy. He loves his dad. And Louis said, like, the, the angle of it is basically, if you want to know everything that's wrong with conservative politics, here it is. And by the way, you unfortunately, you're really going to like my dad. You know? Like, he's a good guy. Here's all the things that he does that's dumb because of conservative politics or the ways that conservative politics are kind of, you know, the blind spots and they have silly things and whatever. But also here's the human who I love, who I care about, who believes these things. And um, I thought that was really interesting to pick out that the way he would have come with that stuff is to start start from a place of disagreeing with the audience, of, of going, my dad is this, and they go, boo, and then to work with that. And I just now thought that maybe an interesting way to work with my relationship with my mum was be to say that I didn't talk to my mum on Mother's Day. Because I didn't. I didn't talk to her. And that's fine. That's our relationship. We messaged, you know. Um, I messaged her in the morning. I just get defensive over it when people go, I feel like I want to like justify it. And it's just like... Maybe you shouldn't need to justify it. I fucking, I love my mom and she loves me and I know and she knows. So, yeah, I didn't talk to her on fucking Mother's Day. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <coughs> Still got the cough, by the way. How about that? Um, yeah, I, I messaged her a few times and then whatever. I just, I had shit on and I she tried to call me, but I was on the tram and I was like, I'm on the tram and she was like, cool. And then I was busy and then I was going to call her in the evening and she was like, I'm tired and my partner's here. And I was like, sick, I'll fucking talk to you later. Is that okay? <laughs> I just want, I'm at pains so I guess like, I don't want anyone thinking that I don't love my mum, but like, I guess I should be able to love my mum the way that I want. Why the fuck do we even have Mother's Day? I guess it's nice to be reminded that, you know, whatever have a day but like if i don't talk to my mum on mother's day that stop judging me or maybe i'm judging myself and i feel guilty whatever anyway me and my brother got her a plant is what we did i messaged him the week before because i so someone fucking scared me someone that i know was having a mother's day thing last weekend and i was like oh no <laughs> because let's be real i would forget <laughs> i would totally forget um, because as much as I do love my mom, also 
I fucking forget. <laughs> I forget to love her. <laughs> um, you know, so maybe that's where the guilt, there is an element of maybe people aren't attacking me for not calling my mom. Maybe I feel guilty and I'm externalizing that. Anyway, um, yeah, but my mate went and she, she had some shit with her parents for Mother's Day last weekend and she told me on Friday and I was like, oh, fuck. And she was like, no, it's way. She was like, no, nah, don't worry. It's not. It's like we're doing it early because of whatever. And I was like, oh, cool. But I messaged my brother and I was like, hey, guess what? I, through a dint of chance, have remembered that it's Mother's Day next weekend. So let's fucking get her something. So we got her a nice plant. A plant. And uh, just like a nice, you know, a perennial with beautiful flowers. Oh, that's good tea. A nice perennial. Um, I can't remember what one it is. And I'd tell you, but I don't want to. Um, that's just something that's private, actually, between me and my mum. <laughs> I'll tell you about the intricacies of our emotional relationship, but I will be fucking dead before I tell you what flowers me and my brother bought her. <coughs> you can go and fuck yourself. That is private family business. I'm an open book, aren't I? All right. So, um, yeah, we got to that. And uh, I mean, when I say we, <laughs> I had the idea and then I was like, Dan, you live in the same city as mum. Do you want to do all the work and pick the plant and get it and <laughs> pay for it? <laughs> and then I'll just transfer you some cash, which I just remembered that I haven't done. Oh, God. Yeah, thank you, my younger brother. <laughs> anyway, we got her that. Um, and then they were at fucking, they, they were at her parents' place. And then I'm, and, you know, and they were there and I was just like, oh, did Dan give you the thing? And she was like, nope. And I was like, sick. So not only did I not do any work to get it, I also ruined the surprise. Oh my god Fucking The more I think about it Maybe I am a piece of shit son Didn't talk to my mum on Mother's Day <laughs> Didn't do any work to get her gift Ruined the surprise Before the gift <laughs> Oh my god Ah, But anyway we had a chat yesterday And um, man I mean fuck I've actually really cooked it this week I'm in Sydney. I'm not in Sydney right now. I'm in my room in Melbourne, but I'm on paper in Sydney. So I flew to Sydney last night to do a gig for the Sydney Comedy Fest. And then I flew back to Melbourne today to do to go to this like conference thing for um I'm trying to book regional work. That's one of my three goals for the rest of the year is to get some regional touring. Um, and there was like a kind of, it's called Showcase Victoria, this like conference thing where regional, you know, people that want to present work in regional places and people that have venues in regional places go and meet up and talk to each other and fuck whatever. So I went to that. So I flew back for that. And then tomorrow morning I'm flying back to Sydney. So it's like Melbourne to Sydney on Monday, Sydney to Melbourne on Tuesday, Melbourne to Sydney on Wednesday. And the only reason that's happened is because when I accepted the gig, 
on Monday, I forgot that I had bought a ticket to this thing on the Tuesday. So I was like, oh, well, I guess I'll just fucking eat that cost, you know. And I think I made the right move. It was good today. Went to the thing, conference, whatever. It was good. I'm glad that I made that decision. But, you know, it's a bit of an unhinged move flying three flights just back and forth in three days, isn't it? It's, it doesn't speak uh, – it doesn't read as like someone who is in control of their life and, you know, <laughs> whatever. Um, but so I was in Sydney last night before the show and mum called and I was like, you know what? I got to fucking take this call. And we had the chat and I just told her, I was like, you know what, man? Like I've been feeling kind of shit the last few months I've been feeling kind of directionless and um yeah like I just I oh man I'm I'm looking at people you know my friend I can't remember whether I've explicitly spoken about this or just kind of brushed over it but like you know I'm seeing my friends get get opportunities and stuff and I'm not getting those opportunities that I would like and uh and it sucks I mean, it doesn't suck. It's great that my friends are getting opportunities, but it feels bad and I'm like, what did I not do, you know? But as I've been talking about for the last who knows how fucking long, you can't be focusing on the things that, you know, you're not happy about. So I'm trying to focus on the things that I can do. And I was just saying that to mom and... Uh, and she was kind of saying the same thing, you know, she was just like, yeah, I've been feeling kind of, you know, like work sometimes you're like, I know this is what I want to do and I'm passionate about it and all of that. But at the same time, you know, sometimes you just fucking find yourself in the middle of your life and you're like, what the fuck is this? I don't like this. I'm not having fun. Why am I doing this? I feel trapped. And that's how I've been feeling for the last few months, I guess. Um, and I had that conversation with my mum and then she said some nice things that, you know, mums say. And it felt good. Um, and I, I was like, well, I still don't feel bad for not calling you on Mother's Day. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, what a bad son. <clears throat> and then I did the gig. The gig was good last night. The gig was actually great. I felt good. Um, I was trying to be louder. It was kind of a bigger room. So I was just like filling the room up, being strong. Um, did a newish bit, which was kind of cool that I've been enjoying about my mum. Yeah. I've been really thinking about that Shane Gillis thing and that, that thing that Louis said to him. I think it was so great that you can only make fun of something if you love it. You can't make fun of something if you don't love it because then it's just mean and spiteful. And I was actually just now as I was walking back from this Showcase Victoria thing, I was thinking to myself like, that's kind of where I've gotten in trouble, you know? Like all of the times when I've made fun of stuff, like when I got in trouble with my dad for making fun of Kalgoorlie, when I got in trouble with, um, you know, when I got fired from my job for making fun of that. Whenever I like rub people up the wrong way, it's because I make fun of stuff and I don't even, th I'm not wrong, but there is an aspect of like real bitterness and kind of spite 
in my voice when I make fun of stuff. Because, and I was thinking about that in in like kind of regards to the place where I just was because what this is is a bunch of um, I guess like corporate world people, you know, people that speak the language of um, like business and, you know, government and, and like they get grants and whatever and they meet up and they're trying to figure out how to get the money from the government and how to use it to program art and to, to bring art to communities that don't normally have art and like diverse different ranges of art and different people's voices and it's great. I mean, all these people, you know, they're doing a great thing. Um, can, you, can you feel the butt coming? <laughs> can you feel that butt flying in over the horizon? Um, yeah, it's a great thing that, that, that I just went to and I felt very out of place there. I really felt like I just, you know, I mean, I went because I want to connect with venues and I don't even know what kinds of venues, but I want to meet people that might be interested in, in putting my work on in their venues in rural places around Victoria. And I felt like I was kind of shunted into this one room because I, 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 I didn't, apply on time to get into the room that I wanted to be in. I was late, but I was still there. So I just got put in another room with all these other random people. And we just kind of had a conversation about arts in Victoria and, and funding and whatever. And it was very loose and I just didn't really feel like it was what I was looking for at all. And it was frustrating. And uh, a part of me was sitting there going like, is this... I don't know. No, I. you know what? It, it's not stupid though. This, I want to make fun of this. I want to make fun of the bureaucracy of the arts government establishment. But I'm scared that if I start making fun of it, I'll do that thing that I always do, which is I'll be bitter and angry and demean these people. And I don't want to demean them because they're doing a great thing. Um, yeah, I mean, they are. They're doing a great thing. Or maybe that's it. Maybe that's where I leave it. Maybe I don't make fun of it, but I want to make fun of it because they all met up in a fucking art center and had, <laughs> had like quinoa for lunch, you know, <laughs> like a little tables of muffins. And I was like, really? This is the cutting edge of art? Is it a little table of muffins and everyone gets a fucking lanyard? I mean, they're, they're doing, they're, they're supporting the creative, they're supporting creativity while at the same time existing in what felt like the least creative space I've ever been. It's just, you know, it's like a conference center sitting around talking about how can we support the arts and be creative. It's like, I don't know, maybe get some of the fucking artists in here because this is boring. <laughs> this sucks. <clears throat> but it can't all be fun, can it? It can't all be exciting. Sometimes it is boring. Sometimes it's boring to fucking get a hold. Like, what are they doing? They're getting money off of the government. And what's that? That's people's money that they've worked for that then gets taxed out of their hands. So, yeah, it's just a fucking serious thing. It can't all be fun, I guess, because you have to get 
people to trust you all the way down the line, the people in the government and then they've got to get the fucking voters and the voters have to whatever. Everyone's got to be trusting that this money's going to the right place, you know? So I guess I can't go in there and go, yeah, I've got a fucking show and they're like, sick, have some money. you got to come with a little bit more seriousness than that so that they know that it's actually going to the place that they want it to go to and it's not just going to some fucking grifter. Anyway, what the fuck am I talking about? Jesus Christ. I went there. It was good. I, I spoke to some people. I think I've got some ideas about where I can tour. It's going to be slow, I think, getting the regional touring up and running. I mean, it's always a fucking slow process. Even talking to these people, I guess there was kind of interesting. Talking to some of them and they're going like, oh, the funding rounds, you know, like the rounds of funding come out like every 12 months. Like it takes 18 months to even just fucking go, okay, from the point of inception of like, I would like to tour this show to touring it. 18 months. Fuck me, man. It's too long. I want to do a gig tonight. <laughs> Ugh. I was thinking about the difference between, uh, you know, Australia and our system versus America and the system over there, which is just fucking cowboys, you know? It's just like, go and figure out how to do it and the government won't help you. And that's good in a sense because then you don't, I guess, have the stuffiness because you don't need to get people to trust you. You can just fucking run with an idea and if people like it, then go. I mean, you can, you're free to do that in Australia as well, but I just, there's something about the wheels of government that's so slow moving and that money just has to go through so many fucking sets of hands before you can actually use it. It just breeds this stuffiness. So it's very frustrating, but by the same token, like it's cool, you know, that our tax dollars actually go even in some small way to oh god i'm boring myself right now i'm boring myself what am i doing uh what am i doing tonight tonight i'm gonna go do a set at lido and uh i'm feeling kind of tired actually and like maybe i'm gonna have a nice like, I'm going to have a set, and then I'm just going to come home and go to sleep, but then I've got an early flight tomorrow. What am I looking forward to? That's a good, that's a good thing. I don't feel, actually, like I'm hugely looking forward to this trip to Sydney, if I'm honest. I've got a good show lined up tomorrow night on Wednesday. I've got two sets, I think. Thursday night, I'm seeing Cam James's show, Electric Dreams, which I'm actually really excited about. I'm excited to hang out with my friends that I'm staying with. Saw them last night. That was really nice. Uh, I'm excited to hang out with other comics. Last night, actually, you know what? Last night, the green room was like a really nice time. I showed up. I had that chat with my mum. That was great. I felt like I connected with my mum, you know, which sometimes feels like it's a bit distant. And then I uh, went back to the green room and there was like room for us to actually talk. We didn't have to be like super quiet. The show was happening, but we were all back there. And I just, <sighs> I got to chat to a bunch of comics who, um, some who I, oh, you know what? Actually, all the people there, I don't really know that well. One, Steph Broadbridge was there. I know her pretty well, but a lot of the others there either were new, I'm not 
you know, met them or spoken to them much or I hadn't met them at all. Um, but it was a really good vibe. I chatted to everyone. I think I had a bit of a chat, felt accepted. Sometimes in a green room, I feel like I'm a bit on the outer, you know, I feel like I'm, I don't know. But I think all comics are just kind of like that. I would rather be in a green room with comics not talking to anyone than at that conference today. I think that's what that conference was. Was it just, it's not my fucking people, man. Good for them. They're doing it, you know, and, and God bless them for getting us the money that we need and for supporting the arts and they are getting it out there. But fucking, I hate wearing a lanyard. I fucking hate it. And you just got your little name on the front. Aiden Jones representing Aiden Jones. And you got to go in there and, <laughs> you know, like sit in some conference room and then it's like speaking a completely different language. I'm like, I don't understand what you're fucking talking about. I couldn't even repeat to you the hour that I was in that conference room, sat around that table listening to the people who are like, you know, arts professionals or whatever and that their whole life is like writing these grants and connecting venues with presenters. Even that word, presenters. You know, I was sat in that room listening to them like just trying to grasp what the fuck it was that was happening in front of me and I could not repeat to you a single fucking thing that was said. I was like looking in people's eyes, man, making eye contact, nodding, you know, engaging. And I couldn't tell you. <laughs> it was just completely foreign to me. But they were the lady who was convening it was so nice and she made sure to like ask me what I thought. <laughs> she was like, what are you thinking? I was like, oh, mate, <laughs> I, w I would like people to book me to do my show and everyone laughed. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, man, I'm way over my fucking head here. I have no idea what's going on. And then, uh, and then she kind of made a point to be like, if you'd like to talk to me afterwards, you know, I'd love to have a conversation with you. I was like, thank you. And we did, and it was really helpful. I just, you know, it was it was lovely. It was there was some human moments in there, and I hated every second of it. <laughs> <coughs> oh fuck! And I would rather be in a green room with comics, not talk like that. That. Feels like with comics, you know, if you're not talking to anyone, it's like, I don't know, you don't have to talk. There's no, I mean, there's still fakeness with comics. There's definitely still fakeness, but I don't know. It's just, I guess it's what I know, so I just feel comfortable. But yeah, it was really nice to hang out there last night and then do the show and I had a good set. I had fun and... This weekend's shows, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. If you're in Sydney, I'd love to like f have you down for the show. I'm probably going to fuck around quite a bit. There's not a lot of pressure anymore on the show. It's been, you know, the runs. This is like the tail end of the run and I'm probably going to chuck some new stuff in there and and talk to the audience a bit more and just kind of play around. Like the meat of the run was Melbourne and that's kind of done. So 
the show doesn't need to be anything that it's not going to be. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, these shows will probably be the most fun because it's just, it's selling how it's going to sell, you know? It's not like, oh, it all rests on these. Um, I'm just going to try and have fun with it and enjoy it. Tell the stories about getting fired. Maybe tell some new stories and just fucking see what happens. Um, but after that, I'm looking forward to... Uh, I started a new job this week and uh, I don't want to go too into the details because I don't completely have a full grasp of it yet, but I'm basically giving out like merchandising for this company. So I'm going around to shops and going, hey, can I change those stickers for these stickers? And they go, yeah. And I'm like, sick. You know, like like the FPOS MasterCard Visa stickers. That's what I'm doing. And um, I'm excited because I think I spoke about this last week or maybe I haven't, but I'm going to America. I'm fucking doing it. That's my, my three goals for the year. Uh, regional touring, do the documentary in edinburgh and then do a trip to america i've never been to america i've always wanted to go i have this memory of the first day when i landed in london having decided to move to london walking around marlebone 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 whatever walking around marlebone on the way to the job interview for the cafe that I ended up working at for the two years that I lived there and I had no money and I was walking there and I was just walking around central London. I had a few hours to kill and I'm like, yeah, let me walk around and explore and like find the city. And I remember like having my head kind of craned up and being like, where are the skyscrapers? Where are the huge buildings? There's none. And realizing that afternoon that I actually wanted to move to New York but I had not moved to New York. I had moved to London. And, you know, I love London and, and I had a great time there for those two years and it felt like home and it is a, it's a huge fucking place. And it's, it's daunting in its own way um, and it kind of takes a while to grasp that, I think. You have to go around the city and, and see. But I realized that afternoon that what I'd actually wanted and the thing that I'd been dreaming of was to move to New York, but I've never known how to do that. Um, you know, I've always just, I think in my life I have a pattern of like letting things kind of happen and it's good because like, you know, I just, I, I kind of say yes to stuff and I, um, I go with the flow or whatever the fuck that means. You know, like I just, I'm, I uh, I see opportunities and I just follow them rather than trying to force something and that's led to me being in unexpected situations and having a lot of fun. But it's also meant that I've never been to America because America, I guess, as a country is just not a place that is really like easy to move to as an Australian. I don't know, maybe it is. It's just never, the, the opportunity has never presented itself. And that's the way that I've lived my life is I've followed the opportunities that have presented themselves. And it's, that leaves me at 31 being in this position where I'm like, I've always wanted to go to America and see if I could do comedy in America or maybe move there one day. And I've never done that. And I'm starting to feel like unhappy about that. And um, I mean, it's scary to think like, what if I go there and there is no way to move there and I just can't do it. 
I think that's always been the thing, you know, like, oh, I'll wait till the opportunity presents itself because if the opportunity doesn't present itself, then that means there's no way. But it's like, well, I think I've at this point have to admit that the opportunity is not just going to serve itself up on a platter. I've got to go there. And um, that's going to mean saving a bit of cash. So I'm going to do this job. I'm going to try and fucking get my head down and save money, which I've never been able to do. I've never... <laughs> I've never, when I moved to London, <coughs> I moved because I had a thousand dollars. So I bought a one way ticket and then I couldn't save money. So I just was like, I'll get a visa and then I'll just get a job. You know, like that's how I've lived my, my life. And that's led to me not having ever been to America. And I just, I want to fucking go there. Um, I've kind of decided that this week I'm going, that's the thing that I've always wanted to do. And I want to admit that to myself that I want that, and um, and in admitting that, like, be in a position where it's like maybe I'm going to try and do it and it's not going to work and I'll fail and that's scary, but that's what I want. So yeah, that's the goal for the rest of this year: work hard, save money, do the do the country touring, do the Edinburgh shit but save money and get to America. I want to go, uh, my friend has uh, some connections at comedy clubs in Miami, he told me. So that seems as good as place as any to, to start. I'll go down there, I'll do some gigs and then up the coast and end up in New York, go to New York for like a week, maybe a week and a half, we'll see. And that's got me feeling a lot better. Like from you know looking at my friends getting stuff and feeling jealous and feeling like why don't i have that to being like well aiden what do you actually want do you want to be a comic who goes on roadshow and and you know i mean as great as the melbourne comedy festival is it is just another arm of that government corporate thing you know it's 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 the model is you petition the festival to give you stuff and that's great when they're giving you stuff and they've given me heaps of stuff. But when they're not giving you stuff, if you don't have anything else in the works, suddenly, you know, it's like you're kind of fucked. And um, I don't want I don't want to be in that position because that's going to make me ungrateful. Whereas if I have my own shit going on that I'm in control of, then when they give me stuff, I'll actually be grateful because I'll be like, oh, cool, that's like in addition to what I already have and I'm not basing my whole life around other people giving me stuff. So, um, yeah, this week, admitting that I want to go to America and that that's a goal that I can like feasibly work towards and achieve under my own steam has made me feel like a bit better. I feel like I've got a direction now. That's what I want. That's what I'm doing. Ah, that feels good. I feel like, man, the last month or so, it's really funny, isn't it? Like, (laughs) I actually also do have to be grateful for the stuff that I have got. Like, I got got my article in the ABC about meeting my biological dad, you know, like a week and a half ago, and people have been messaging me about that. Again, if you listen to this after... um, listening to me on the days like these podcast or reading that article. Welcome. This is the podcast. This is it. This is what it is. Um, but I've had like a bunch of good stuff happen and, and I'm trying to 
remember to like be grateful for that, you know? Like it's a huge thing to have an article on the ABC. Those articles get a lot of views. They drive a lot of traffic and people are seeing my stuff and and you know, hearing what I've been talking about for like years. Finally, people are hearing it. Um so that's really cool. What was I going to say? I can't remember. Fuck. It's funny. It's funny though that yeah, in this period where more people are listening to the podcast than ever, for the last month or so, I feel like I've been the least funny <laughs> that I've ever been. Um, what's a fucking silly thing I can talk about to close? I really don't know, man. I went to uh, a party, my mate's 30th on Saturday night. Oh, it was so good. There was some great speeches, like her brother gave a really nice speech and it was at the uh, Coburg RSL, so... Went for a walk with a friend to a bar beforehand, had a few drinks and then walked to the RSL and uh, hung out there, watched the speeches and then fucking left at 11. Oh my God. The joy of leaving the party at 11. I saw the people I wanted to see, you know, I showed my face, I drank up a little bit of the juice of like being around people and socializing and then I fucking said goodbye and I put my jacket on and I got the fuck out of there. God damn it, that felt so good. Got home, got into bed, had a nice, an early night, watched some TikToks and then and then was asleep by midnight. Do you know what I mean? Um, I think that's it. I think that's all I want to talk about. Yeah, I don't know. I wish I had a funnier story. I've got the photo for this week is a great people taking pictures that I've got of uh, a few friends at the party. There were some like cameras, like film cameras lying around for people to just pick up and take photos with. And uh, I got a great people taking pictures of that. And you can see all of the fucking RSL stuff, like the the like board of the presidents or whatever behind it. What is it? Coburg Subbranch RSL Women's Auxiliary. There's like, you know, those big wooden boards with like people's names carved into them. They had a bunch of old guns and shit around the side, stuff from like the Boer War and old like gas masks and shit and old guns that you could touch on the wall all the way up to like Afghanistan era war stuff, whatever. Anyway, that's the podcast. I hope you guys are doing good, man. Um, what's this podcast called? This podcast, this podcast this week, fuck, I don't know what it's called. Or maybe I'll call it something about the flights. I've cooked it. Yeah, I'll call it I've cooked it. That's good. That's good. <laughs> this has been Aiden Jones sitting under a tree. <laughs> Peace. <laughs>